Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans, or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Wednesday gang. I'm Jason Cundy and you're listening to the TalkSport Daily Podcast. And we begin today's episode with a fallout from the evening's Champions League action around 16 as the European heavyweights, Titans, Barcelona and PSG clashed at the new camp, or Camp Nou, on TalkSport 2. And Liverpool beating Leipzig live on TalkSport. Here's how it sounds on the sports bar with myself and Perry Jerry Groves. Mane has gone in, past Super Mercado. It's a chance for 2-0, which he's taken. And Liverpool have transformed this tie. The boys played a really good game. Uh, we had a day less to prepare, which is spoke a lot about that. It's, it's, a, it's a tricky thing. But we did well. Played a good game. Deserved the win, I think. And um, forced them to make mistakes with a good formation, with a good attitude. Mane and Salah are forever hurrying you and, and putting you under pressure. They almost strike fear into you. Liverpool were by far the better side, deserved to win it. And it's just, the irony is that, that for me is that actually they created and carved out a number of numerous opportunities without pol- polishing the, the, the final ball, the final shot, the final part, whatever it might have been. It's a good win, but God, our Leipzig pretty bang average. I was one of the ones who looked to Liverpool, and it is a big news story because they're out the top four, but the, the games that they lost against Man City when it was one or it could have gone either way, and then Alisson obviously froze um, two in. And then obviously at Leicester, where I thought they were probably the better team for 65, 70 minutes, and they pressed the life out of Leicester mm. in the first half. The performances weren't as bad as what the results were. The home games against Brighton and Burnley were, were yes. not great. But yes. those two games against two of the top teams, I actually thought the performance was quite good. I'd just like to say tonight, what you've witnessed is the beginning of greatness. Salah scores the away goal for Liverpool. You cannot give him the merest hint of a chance. It's not the end of Liverpool. It's merely just the beginning, mate. All right, Dan, I'm telling you right now. Whoa. I'm telling you right now. Whoa. We're going to go win the Champions League we... and we'll win the league next year. Dan, I promise you. We played against a team that played like pigs. No, listen, listen. The way the, the first goal we scored against Leicester on the weekend, mate, there were shades of Chris Ajax in that team. Shades of Chris Ajax, I'm telling you now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's been a tough old February. And you've had to come out from underneath your rock. You got people like Brighton and Burnley. I, I would, I would definitely. I mean, I, I'm a, maybe a little surprised at how bullshit you are. You've got every right to be bullshit when you've won it six times, and we're going to make it number seven. I still don't think Klopp's the right man anymore. Is what you want Klopp think... out? 
Owen. Come on, Owen. Owen. You're an Everton fan. Owen, Owen, why have you done this? Well, no, I'm not saying Klopp out, but the fact that he conceded the league last week just kind of turned me off him. He's only being honest. Uh, I know, but I still don't want my manager to be conceding the league whenever there's still time. Do you think you can win the league then? I think we can. Mbappé! Patrick Mbappé! 4-1 PSG! Maybe this time... They've got an advantage they can see out in the second leg. Looking at somebody like, you know, Kylian Mbappe, yeah. um, he's, he was absolutely sensational. He was brilliant. I mean, uh, I felt sorry for Dest at times because what do you do? If you stand off him, he gets turned and runs at you and he's so quick. If you get too tight, he can roll you. And, and you could see his confidence grew as the game went on because he was trying more tricks and flicks and everything was coming off. And, you know, his finishing ability and he was almost unplayable. There are strong rumours linking him with a move away from Paris. And I know Liverpool were linked with him. Can I? Couldn't and afford had, him, could they? Well, I don't know. Would Liverpool fans, if Salah wanted to go... You take Mbappe over Salah. Mbappe, what, you take him now? Even oh, every day of the week, and twice on Sunday, and three times on Wednesdays. Is the question, I just want to make sure I'm clarifying, is the question, would I take Mohamed Salah or Kylian Mbappe? Is that the question? Yes. I would take Kylian Mbappe, and it, it's not even difficult. <laughs> Staying with Liverpool and Captain Jordan Henderson has been criticised for an on-field clash with teammate Thiago Alcantara against Leicester. Former Reds midfielder Danny Murphy told Drive that although Henderson is a brilliant leader, he could have handled things a little bit better. Oh, we're talking about Jordan being frustrated a game against Leicester where his players have made a mistake. Jurgen Klopp is screaming on the touchline as Barnes comes forward again towards the left angle of the area. Oh, the goes down under a challenge from Thiago. It's a penalty. And he's had a little pop at Thiago. Look, it's not the end of the world. I, I don't like... In, uh, I like leaders, and Jordan's been a brilliant one and still is for Liverpool, and crucial, missed him massively in the middle of the park. I just don't like it too often when players are getting in people's, their own players' faces on the pitch in front of the crowd or in front of the cameras. I don't think it sends the right message. I think you can do it in a cuter way. You know, getting in people's faces is never ideal, but it's a one-off. Simon, floppy-haired Jordan, believes we'll know more about West Ham's European credentials after their upcoming run of fixtures. Meanwhile, Darren Bent has backed on loan signing Jesse Lingard to make Gareth Southgate's Euro squad. And he's also earned some high praise from Hammers coach Stuart Psycho Pierce. We'll also hear from Ian Moosey Abrahams on the benefit of no fans at the London Stadium. But first, this is former Crystal Palace owner Simon believes a duck is a duck. If it looks like a duck, it's a duck. Quacks like a duck. Ducks like a duck. Jordan. West Ham's season, I think, in terms of its ascendancy, where we are now, when we're talking about them as potential challengers for Europe, I think will be defined over the next four or five games. They've got Tottenham, they've got Man City, they've got Leeds, they've got Man United, they've got Arsenal. Come out of those games with a point and a half or 0.6, 0.7 a game, then you can talk about West Ham being in Europe next season. I hope they do, not because I'm a great supporter of David Gold or David Sullivan, but I'm a great supporter of David Moyes. I think the West Ham fans didn't know what they had first time round. There was a lot of vitriol about Moyes coming in, uninspired, going back to the old merry-go-round. When he brought him back the second time, I think the same narrative was being peddled out by certain sections of the West Ham fans. Sure, sure, sure. It now no longer is the case. I went to West Ham against Newcastle. I drove up to, to park the car. I saw lots of fans with, you know, get rid of the board, you know, Golden Sullivan yep. out. And during a period when you're not meant to be out and about. West Ham were, were terrible that day, got beaten 2-0 by Newcastle. And I could just imagine if there had been 60,000 there, what the atmosphere would have been like, how it would have felt. Yes, the fans could be in a position to help the team and push them forward to perhaps get 
fourth. But I also think that West Ham's team have benefited this season from the fact they haven't had that real negativity against the board in the stadium. What a debut! For Jesse Lingard, Aston Villa 1, West Ham 3. He's fitted in brilliantly with us, I've got to say. He's, he's energy, he's, he's giving goals and assists and bits and pieces in, in these early couple of games. So, And I think the other side of that, the flip side of that is, Aida, I think it's a good move for him, to mm. be quite honest with you. I think it, it's fitted nicely for where he was in his career at this moment in time. He's certainly given himself a chance, of it might be an outside chance of getting himself back into yeah. the squad. Because he's on the pitch plan really, really well, you never know, he's never really let Gareth Southgate down um, he's got the trust of the manager yeah. and to me when I look, watch him play now Jesse Lingard he looks more motivated than ever and you have to say on current form number 10s it's got to be in the discussion because I hope we finally see an England manager pick players on form yeah. rather than reputation it could be an important upcoming few weeks in the season for teams at both ends of the table. Fulham manager Scotty Park exclusively told Jim White that he knows the next few games could define their Premier League status. Or is it status? I don't know. Status, status. The games coming up are in and around us. Teams that, for us, we can try and get some points off and win some football matches here is going to be vitally important. The team understand that. We understand it very clearly what we need to do now. I think from the outset of this year, we've built and built and built and the team have progressed in a real good way and we've knocked off incidents or certainly progressed as a team and what we need to de- how we need to develop now. We've, you know, we've come out of being very solid and got a lot of draws. We now need to win football matches. Leicester City are safe. What an end to the season for them. What a job Nigel Pearson has done and they are safe. They'll be in the Premier League next season. I think I remember Leicester a few years ago. They were at the same point, maybe a few more games in and, and get out of it. I think we've seen it for many times. A team that can go and put a run together, a team that are playing in the right manner, in the right way. And I think that's where we are at this present moment in time. I feel we're in the ascendancy, belief, confidence. I see a team here that go out every week with a real belief and a real confidence. And I think that's clear for everyone to see and a real identity about them. So um, with that, that's what gives me hope. Fulham's trip to Burnley is live and exclusive, gang, on TalkSport 2 tonight, so make sure you tune in. It's a 6pm kickoff, and staying at the bottom end of the table, here's Newcastle United legend Mickey scores so many goals. Quinn's take on the Magpies and where they're headed after another defeat to the Super Blues, Chelsea. You look at some of the players, John Joe Shelby, Dwight Gale, you know, Andy Carroll passed the sell by day. Joe Linton couldn't hit a band door with a P. Yeah. You know, and, 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 and these are guys that fall below, I think, Premier League class. If you've looked at some of the games recently, Sheffield United have improved. Yeah. Uh, Fulham have improved. They beat Everton the, the weekend. You look at Burnley, they've improved. For, this is from like three or four weeks ago, you know, and, and, and started to rack up points. Carl Darlow was going in the opposite direction. Sheffield United won, Newcastle nil. They are in a relegation fight. They can get out of it because they have got, you know, the likes of St. Maximum, uh, Almiron, uh, and, and the kid's done well since he's come to Newcastle, Joe Willock as well. When You know, if he gets that service, you know, they have got a chance. But uh, to me... I don't know. If they play like that last night, first half was desperate. Desperate first half. Now, Manchester United have made a big sign. What? Really? Who? When? Uh, oh, it was Mason Greenwood. And he's just put pen to paper on a new four-year deal at Old Trafford. And despite United being long-term admirers of Jaden Sancho, Talk Sports chief Mona, Simon Floppy-Haired Jordan, has said that United have got a player that could be as twice as good as the Dortmund youngster. 
when you were at Palace, the academy was very, very high on your list of priorities, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, youth development in any club should be high on anybody's list of priorities um, because you get players that come through with a certain thinking and a certain reflection of the club they're playing for. Obviously, Manchester United will give you that reflection anyway because you're playing for the the elite club in certain people's minds or once upon a time they were the elite club and this guy's come through with all the best facilities with Man United having often the pick of whoever they want so he'll have come through schooled in the opportunity that was his with great coaching but look at the talent that he's got He's, I, I think he has the potential to be a once-in-a-generation talent. Squaring it across to the edge of the area. Oh, Greenwood oh. blasts Manchester United level. What a fantastic left-footed strike from Mason Greenwood. I look at the people like Jaden Sancho in, in, and all the furore that was around him. I think Gre- Greenwood is twice the player, has the ability to be twice the player. Yeah. And Man United have done very good housekeeping because they've tied their young player to a five-year contract. Mm. So I've got him for the next five years, and it's just sensible business and protecting your assets. And well done to him. England captain Joe Root joined Talksport Smart Nicholas straight after their 317 run defeat to India in the second Test match at Chennai. He defended the rotation policy, which saw James Anderson rested, and also confirmed Moen Ali will be returning home after wanting a break from bubble life. Moen's chose to go home. It's obviously been a very uh, tricky tour for him. Players feel that they need to get out of the bubble then, and that's that's been an option, and I think it's really important that we stand by that. And that decision's been made, and hopefully he feels better for it. I can see what they're trying to do in terms of managing players, managing workloads. You know, Josh Butler going home after one test match as well is another case in point. And I have to say that, you know, it's it's not an exact science. It's difficult to get the balance right. However, test cricket is about consistency. It's about having players that get used to when they bowl, when they bat and doing that time and time again. It's not as easy as, as rotating in T20 games. Cold deep in for the 18th ball of Moe Dinnings. He's come down the pitch. He's missed it. He's stumped. It's game over. India win by 317 runs. It's very tricky. Guys are spending long periods away from home. They need breaks. They need to be able to go and see their families, be fresh and ready to go. And the lads have prepared as well as they can. The fact of the matter is that we've been outplayed in all three departments. And we finish back on the sports bar with myself and Perry Jerry Groves. You eat an onion a day? What, a raw one? Yeah. No, not a raw one. Okay. I just put it like omelettes and stuff. Oh, right, like okay. That, you know? oh, I, yeah. yeah, I mean, but you wouldn't you wouldn't have it with tuna for breakfast or mackerel. No, would it help? No, no. Not a chance. No. No. Well, it's not a heathen. Well, Gary, thanks for the call. We're going to speak to a heathen now. Stuart, the Chelsea fan, says here, <laughs> been having tuna and beans on toast for breakfast for the last 30 years. Let's go and speak to single Stuart. Good evening. Good evening, single Stuart. You... Good evening, Jason and Perry. All right, Stu. How are you, Stu? So, you've been eating tuna and beans on toast for breakfast for 30 years. You'll have a bit of tuna for breakfast. Yeah, since my mid-twenties, yeah. And, and, what, and what about and your partner? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've got a wife, yeah. Okay, and, yeah. Does, and what is she... I mean, is she partial to no, a little bit... Got... No, 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 no. I do get some weird looks at work sometimes oh. in the canteen, but uh, yeah, I have sardines and beans as well for breakfast. Sardines. Well, I mean, tuna, of course, it's, it's it's high in protein, low in fat. It's a it's mm. a very healthy choice. So it's not it's beans, ju- means Heinz. Sardines means beans. <laughs> oh, very oh, good. <laughs> it uh, does your system good, if you know what I mean. Okay, all right, yeah, let's yeah. move on. Thanks for <laughs> thank, thanks for the okay, call,
Just a reminder, Burnley take on Fulham. It's a 6pm kickoff. That's a TalkSport 2 exclusive presented by Russ Williams. And at 8.15, Everton take on Manchester City. That's a TalkSport exclusive presented by Hugh Wisencroft. Commentary from Sam Matterface and Mickey Gray. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your poddies from. I'm back on the Sports Bar on TalkSport from 10 o'clock taking your calls with Perry Groves after those massive games. There'll be another one of these TalkSport daily potties out first thing in the morning. Until then, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport. The TalkSport daily podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.